Hi, it's me, Allie. I why that's how my voicemail sound. Hi. Whenever I leave someone a voicemail, I go, "Hi, it's me, Allie." No, that's not what I do. What do I what ring 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 beep? Hey, just giving you a call back. <laughs> Wanted to see how you're doing. Just checking in. Give me a call whenever. Text me. Um this is another episode of my podcast. We're back. I have another friend of mine on. Her name is Blair Saki. Um, and I'm super excited. It's been nice just being able to like talk to my friends who I haven't seen in a long time and catch up with them. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I want, I don't know. I just want more friends on who you guys can get to know through the pod and whatnot. But Blair, I met when I was in New York, I think. I don't really know how I met her, but just, you know, through going to New York and meeting her and then watching her move out here and do a lot of cool shows that she started for herself. And um, now she opens for Ron Funches. She was just named uh, 20 Comedians You Should and Will Know in 2020. And, um, yeah, we talked a lot about comedy, and I feel like I haven't talked about comedy in a while, so you can get a nice glimpse into that. Um, I have some shows coming up. They're all posted on my website, allymukofsky.com slash shows. Um, you can also support the podcast and me and my slave, Anthony, um, uh, by... Becoming a patron, patreon.com slash Allie Mikofsky, I think. Um, but yeah, I do a Zoom hangout every month with my top tier patrons. It gets a little weird, gets a little dicey sometimes, but it's always a good time. Um, what else? I visited my grandma today. She's over COVID. She wasn't even wearing her mask when I pulled up. Uh... She gave me my birthday gift a month late because I hadn't seen her in a while. And why am I talking about this? I don't know. It's not that exciting. She gave me money. She, you know, it's like she's 80 something. Like she's not going to Target to buy me something or whatever. You know, it's just it's money and I appreciate it. I'm also at the age where I'm like, I'd rather just have money to do with as I wish than try and accept a blanket you know I can only have so many blankets on my bed I have too many blankets right now um but yeah it's getting so cold out which is exciting but I can tell like you know when the weather changes and it gets all weird in your brain um yeah my power went out today at my house I didn't care my roommates were like oh when do you think it'll come back on what are we gonna do I'm like get off twitch stop gaming you'll be fine that's about it that's the big excitement I also I feel like I should say the reason I don't have that much to talk about is because I recorded this episode this is like a you know this is like two weeks in advance and I already talked about everything on the last episode with Steph Tolov so if you haven't listened to that episode check that out and um yeah, I'll see you when I see you. Enjoy this episode with Blair Saki. I, um, I have so many baggy pants from the 
this quarantine now. Oh, yeah. I can't quite fit in the other way. Yeah, same. I'm glad that I, like, started wearing baggy pants before the quarantine because it just seems normal, but there was a dark time when the baggy pants weren't fitting, and I was like... I always have a good crop, like, since I was young because of, like, Gwen Stefani. Yeah. But those are the only ones going in. Pull it up. Yeah. Um, are we recording? Yep. Oh, I love that. Oh, yes. Good. Well What is this the Pete you made it weird? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're actually not recording anything, so say whatever you want. <laughs> Get crazy. Um, well, this is like always an ongoing thing of like trying to figure out what works best. Mm-hmm. And I like having it recording before the guest gets here that way if there's like a cute interaction or oh. something then it's like all on camera because right. you know when like i feel like sometimes i'll go and do people's podcasts and i come in hot and they're like okay we're gonna start in five and i'm like what <laughs> i'm like okay can we just recreate oh this entire God. conversation I love that you're like coming in with the intention to fucking slay on the pod. Not intentionally. I feel like sometimes I'm just on. Oh, I'm always like, these people are fucking lucky I'm doing this for free. Really? Yeah, except for you. Oh. Yeah. Do you mean that? Yeah, I mean it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I told you the other day how impressed I was by watching you. Oh, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. I told a few other people, too. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I gotta get my ass in gear. That's how that's how I felt though, to be fair. Like I don't know. You've There's been performing more than I have, yeah. Yeah, and like when I was when I first started doing shows again, po- well, I it's I don't like calling it post COVID because it's not post COVID. Oh no, it's very much still COVID. We're yeah. in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Or the beginning, worry, who knows? I've tested like 50 times the last week. Same, yeah. same. I love going to get tested. Really? Yeah, because I have Why? nothing else to do. So I'm like, I, like, I'll be with someone and I'll be like, oh my God, I have plans. I can't meet up. Or like, I have to do, I have a big day tomorrow. And it's like my 30 minute drive through COVID test. It um, makes me feel like I'm doing something. Oh man, I'm like, oh, add another thing to my day. <laughs> okay, I have 15 TV shows to watch. Yeah, what are you watching? Um, I watched The Witches before this. Uh, it's the new one. Uh, you seem like you're not familiar. No, not at all. <laughs> What's the old one? <laughs> the old one is the 1990 version with um Angelica Houston. Uh huh. Um, and it was scary as shit. I remember seeing it when I was little. Is there a scene where they're on the beach casting like a spell? Beach, 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 not ringing a bell. Is it a movie or a show? A movie. Okay. And they turn, and, uh, the... Spoiler goal- alert, they turn into witches? Oh, should I not do a spoiler alert? No, it's okay. Alert? Big spoiler alert, probably your demo is, um, a big community waiting for the witches to come out. Um, no, they want to turn all the children into mice <gasps> in the entire world. They hate, the witches hate children. But don't they realize that children grow up? So, like, what, do they not like adults either? Um, they didn't quite, uh, that's a plot loophole. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, (laughs) should have had me in the writer's room. (laughs) Yeah. As a consultant, not even to write, (laughs) just to be like, excuse me, have you thought about the evolution of a child? Yeah, they uh, really missed that, the boat on that one. Yeah, what about like preteens? Um, 
oh, they didn't say anything about the preteens. It seemed very clear their aim was to get them young. The main character of the story, he's about eight, seven, seven, eight. Okay. I was going to say are witches just female pedophiles, but then I realized that there are also female pedophiles. Oh, yeah you know it's funny the men love sharing those stories on twitter <laughs> yeah. every time there's like a female teacher that oh yeah anytime a I... student all the male comedians there's like 50 of them they did there's like an alarm that sounds and but they what about the women it. i know oh my god classic women always fucking kids yeah um okay so you're watching witches oh yeah that's the big update what else oh um yeah, I went to Orange County yesterday. Um, the heart of the fire. I was driving. I didn't even know morning. that there was a fire. I went to my car and I was like, why is there ash on my car? And then a f- couple hours into Instagram, I saw it. It was really crazy. I was driving. Th- I had to get up here um, this morning. And so I was driving through really in the thick of it. And I had no idea it was there also while I was driving. Through. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, it looked really scary. Like everything, the whole, it was dark out from being brown. Whoa. Yeah. What were you doing in OC? Seeing um, the fam? Yeah, I went to see my family. Um, yeah. Did you do this? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I wanted to make sure yeah. that I got the right hand signal down. What have you been up to? By the way, it looks like you have really small feet. Um, I don't. People say that a lot. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the type of shoe that I wear that makes it look small. Yeah, they look so small. I wear, I'm in size eight. Oh, that's what I am too. Yeah. But Converse, whenever I wear Converse, no one ever says my feet oh, look small. Yeah. I used to have a fear of wearing Converse as a child because I felt like it made me, I felt like a clown. Oh, really? Mm hmm. God, that sucks. Like, it's amazing where like have to worry about like weight, face, hair, everything. <laughs> yeah. And then it translated all the way down to feet yeah all of a sudden i'm concerned about the tennis shoes i'm wearing to recess yeah i'd always i remember when i was like a little girl um i would always be self-conscious of when my leg was sitting down that it would like splay out yeah i was like i need to i need to make it smaller i need to take up less and then when you're sitting in class wearing shorts you like don't fully have your feet on the ground so your thighs aren't completely pressed on the chair yeah and it's like sweat and then like if you um sit the wrong way like a a dimple yeah god forbid i feel I was, my mom just sent me this awful picture. Oh, oh, I'll have to send it to Anthony because it's so bad. My mom was like, oh my gosh, just found these old photos of you. You were destined for greatness. So beautiful. That's so sweet. The pictures are me standing by a Christmas tree, (laughs) not in Christmas attire. I'm wearing this like floral dress (laughs) with heels. Yes. My braces are bigger than my mouth. Yeah, classic. I had those too. And my face doesn't fit my teeth or anything. So it's just like this big smile and I'm like really trying to pose. Yeah. It is bad. But my mom instilled, I think, too much confidence in me. Oh my God. I think that's the fucking key to life. And look how nicely everything turned out. Sometimes. Yeah, I... um. I think it's so good when moms are like that to girls because there's just so much like placed on looking good. Like, look good. So they like you. And it's like, no, how about they look good? So I fucking like their asses. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Were you, was your mom like that? 
Because um, you, you talk a lot about your family and your stand-up. Yeah. And you also talk a lot about food, which I love. You have a lot of hot takes. Oh, thank you. On yeah. food. I'm passionate. Yeah. And I love that because I'm also... Well, it, I feel like now I get to gas you up. I feel like your comedy and like like when I watch you, I'm like... The, uh, what am I trying to say? It's like, you know when you watch someone and you're just like that's always been in front of me like that's something that i could have been talking about and like you just are able to do it and like you know what i mean oh, where it's that's like so nice thank you where it's like you're talking about stuff that like is relatable at least to me yeah and it's like oh my gosh like i i, I could literally talk about anything but in my brain i'm like i can't talk about that or like yeah, i should yeah, just yeah. stick to this type of thing right. and so i like that you're able to have a one hour <laughs> comedy set about food and it's like amazing oh thanks um that was like a real undertaking because uh i mean i don't know how long you've been doing it but i've been doing it like about seven years and um you know for me to i'm like only started headlining in like the last year or two yeah um and so like that hour has is like everything that i've uh like my best stuff from the whole time you know and um and that food show i was like let me see if i can just do this writing exercise and just absolutely like it make it joke 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 yeah because i just did stand up um and it was i was so afraid of it and so what i did is i like booked a a date like ahead of time so i was like forced to do it yeah but um yeah that's a great writing exercise i was terrified yeah yeah because i was like i don't know how this could really not work yeah yeah and it worked yeah um wait i want to hear more about your mom though and your dad um okay well i'm the youngest are (gasps) you the youngest yeah most comics are the youngest or they're the oldest and something went wrong yeah and it's never supposed to be the oldest but there are the exceptions where it's like you're old you're the oldest sibling but like there's a story behind that well i just feel like the oldest always has so much responsibility and so they're they're very practical yeah and yeah because there's so much expectation on them um but you know like my my mother is like the hottest like most gorgeous like i've met um men since then like over my years that will bring up like oh yeah I knew your mom in college like I had the biggest crush on her like and so when I was a kid I was just like I'm not uh, hot like my mom yeah (laughs) when I was a kid I was like I'm not hot like my mom yeah um and so like I was a like big time athlete and then I was just like well I guess I gotta be smart yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know um but I was like oh if I could just be as hot as her it would be incredible um I was just remembered this time where my mom took out I stuffed my bra and my mom took out the tissue in the grocery store in front of people doing it she was like that's ridiculous damn how old are you I don't know probably like 11 or something <laughs> I don't think I I remember my dad I, I I feel like I lived with my dad more than my mom I don't know it kind of went back and forth but I remember I wanted to start buying bras yeah 
and I didn't have boobs, but I was optimistic, you know? I, yeah, you gotta be. I, I was like, you have to. in the same way. Yes. Triangle bikinis and everyone would be like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And I was like, well, if I buy the bra, the boobs will come. That's how it works. You buy the bra, all of a sudden you I have boobs that. to fill it out. So I asked my dad, I was like, dad, can I, can you take me to the mall so I can buy a bra? Yeah. It's a very vulnerable question. Ask Absolutely. your father oh of all people. Right. And he said, we have band-aids in the cupboard. He roasted <laughs> my ass with like the lamest. So he wasn't, be he was really joking. He was joking. Oh my God. He ended up, but then my dad's such a creepy perv. We went, he did take me, he's also a great guy. Um, he <laughs> took me bra shopping because I threw a fit and I cried about his band-aid comment. And we went to the mall and then I think I don't I forget which shop we were in, but they had the mannequins with the bras on. And I remember we walked by and he grabbed one of the mannequins boobs and I was like, this oh, is whoa. disgusting. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was so scared of like because you seem so like comfortable with yourself. Like I never talked about sex one time with my parents. My parents have never seen me do stand up like. They've never seen any of my stand-up. Like, I'm always... I'm still afraid of them, yeah. like, hearing what I say. Are um, they, like... Are they... Is your family, like, conservative? Um. Yeah, like, and it's just... I kind of like it because, like, you know, if I'm talking... I'm not, like, super dirty, but I do have some dirty jokes. That's, like, not something I would ever say in a natural conversation to have with your parents. Like... I'm like a intensely polite person. So yeah. yeah, I don't see, but I think that's nice because then you don't have the experience of going to the mall with your dad and he grabs a mannequin's breast. What you did know? you do? Did you cry or laugh? No, I was just like, ew. Yeah. Like so many times in my life I've had to do that around my dad. Wow. Ew. Are you and your dad close? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And we're like very similar, yeah. so it's really frustrating because we like do a lot of the same stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and get mad at each other for it because yeah. we're just like reminded of how annoying we are. Yeah, like a lot of um, my dad's friends say that we're the very similar. Do you guys look the same? No, we look nothing alike. I look like my mom. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I look like my dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, he was a babe right like looking at old pictures of him and my mom i'm like Whew. yeah Whew. yeah 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 i and feel the same it's, yeah it's wild well my dad is like is full italian and i was like darker skin cute and my mom's like uh really swedish so adorable yeah i love that um yeah i don't know i've but yeah like growing up i would watch my sisters are older than how old are you have a brother i have two brothers and they're uh four and five years older than me oh, okay yeah. yeah my sisters are i have two older sisters we're like parallel universe uh-huh my sisters are seven and five years older than me so mm -hmm. i would just always like watch what they were watching yeah. which like wasn't the right age level right. for me and so i think like just growing up and having my dad and my mom watch whatever around me and my sisters i just we all became very close well yeah it wasn't like that really. yeah <laughs> i didn't see comedy i didn't see a comedy show till i was 25 whoa i had never seen comedy where was your first show um the laugh factory and same um it was like delia and like bobby lee yeah and um 
like Brian Callen. Yep. And um, <laughs> I don't know who else. Oh, and then like right after I saw the meltdown. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice balance. Yeah. See, I was, I was just going to the Laugh Factory. I didn't know about any other comedy shows or right. like venues. Yeah. So I just went there all the time. Yeah. And I was like sneaking in with my sister's ID. That's so cool. And I was just like. So you knew, did you know you wanted to be a comic? I don't think I, I didn't know that I could. Oh, I thought that the guys and stuff that I was watching just got lucky. Like they were at like a cool Hollywood party and they were telling a funny story and some dude was like performing my club. And then they just told the story on stage. Yeah. And then I was there for new material night and I was like, you guys wrote this? (laughs) (laughs) What? Damn. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well now that that illusion has been smashed. Yeah. I'm going to start writing jokes. That's so crazy. And then what made you decide to start? Because you started in New York. Uh-huh. I started in New York. Um, I moved to New York to become a novelist. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I was doing grad school. I, like, thought I wanted to be a novelist. And then I started comedy, like, right after that. Like, right when I got there. Because I was, like, um, dating comedian and um <gasps> he's the one who showed me comedy wait hold on we can't say his name yeah yeah hold on <laughs> like okay wait, we're back we're back we're back <laughs> okay so then this comedian <laughs> how i don't date comedians anymore i'm clean now me neither sober yeah i've been i've been recovered off of <laughs> comedians for i want to say like two years yeah I mean, I um, w- will have some a slip here and there, but I won't date any. Ah. Uh, yeah. Just like a you hookup. Know. Hopefully not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then you started in New York and then were I you- was like, I'm too shy. I could never do that. I'm a writer. <laughs> I had like always been a writer. I was like, I would never do that. But then like while I was dating this guy, I would like sometimes write jokes for him. Like they would just like tea. Come no no. <laughs> no 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 um they would just I'd be like watching him all the time and because I had like never seen comedy I was like very interested I yeah. just thought it was so cool and so then they would just like come to me and I would yeah 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 oh that's so funny wow wow yeah and then um I interviewed I started writing for Split Cider. Oh. Cuz my brain hadn't told me that I wanted to be a comedian yet. Yeah. And then I I interviewed Oh no, from W Magazine I interviewed Michael Che and I was his first interview ever. And um and I was asking him these questions where like in hindsight clearly I was my brain was going there I was like what was it like on the actual day that you started comedy you know like yeah. these questions um and then like the thought just came to me in the shower like a few days earlier and then oh I where you were it. like asking him questions as like a journalist but also like I want to do this but I didn't realize it it didn't come to me till literally a few days after yeah and I and then now looking back on it, I was like oh clearly I was extremely interested yeah damn and then had you told michael Che about that experience after starting stand-up because i feel like he's always kind of around in new york oh yeah he is like the best i remember he told me he's like you literally picked the hardest job for a white woman 
why <laughs> um, comedy or being a journalist no no um comedy oh, okay he's like i step on stage and people expect me to be funny <laughs> oh um, my god yeah. that's no but so funny he like something i love about him and i really admire so much is like I, like having been around him so much after that and like his success and stuff is he is like still so nice to everyone even if you're a fucking nobody yeah like just watching the way he moves and stuff like he's really like a good dude yeah yeah it's cool saying that because when you are a young comic and you start to do shows with bigger comics or like you're just more a part of the scene and so you get to like see how the more successful comics act yeah it really like leaves an impression on you as like a young comic it totally does because everything's so scary, um, especially when you first start getting on those big shows and like you don't have as many friends there. Yeah. Um, and you feel like it's make it or break it. And you think that like oh, all the totally. big comics are watching oh and they're, they're going to discover your pure talent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they do. <laughs> um, but yeah. 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 I, I, I. I don't know. I feel like I want to go to New York. And move there? I don't know. I feel, uh, although their like COVID park shows look awful. Yeah. It just feels like more fun to do comedy there right now. Yeah, I was asking Rosebud. I was like, "What's going to happen when it gets so cold?" And she's like, everyone's just gonna keep on going oh yeah yeah everyone's fucking crazy here we won't stop yeah they won't stop um so i don't know maybe yeah i feel I, like you have so much going on here though you don't even need to go yeah i feel like if i go i mean i don't think i would move until i was like at the place where it doesn't matter where i go and like nothing is affected by where i live yeah but it could be fun to just go for like two weeks oh yeah for sure that'd be good i haven't um traveled at all yeah i said i've been kind of wild um road i whatever you know everyone needs to do what they want to do yeah yeah we did a show together and that one was really fun it was so fun where was it it was at like a studio (laughs) yeah it was in some studio like some television back studio and glendale or yeah yeah that was so well put on yeah forgot a joke in the middle it was really wild it's the worst feeling kind of fun (laughs) exhilarating exciting i i hate when i have like um like you know when you have like two shows in a night and the first show is really good yeah. and you want to stay and just like enjoy the moment yeah. of like, wow, like that was awesome. I feel so good about my set. Yeah. I'm so happy. And then you're like, but I got to rush to the second show and hopefully it's just as good. Yeah. And you get there and it's like in a garbage uh, cargo box and i love those garbage cargo boxes and you find out that they're only giving you two minutes. <laughs> I remember, like, in the early on, they were, like, five minutes and not, like, if someone asked me to do five, I straight up say no to a lot of shit. Same. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, that's why when you said, when you do certain podcasts and you're, like, you're lucky I'm even here, <laughs> I don't, I just don't want to do other people, like, unless I'm, like, a friend of your, like, even friends, I don't, if, if, 
if I don't fuck with your podcast, I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of, I don't know. It just depends. Like, well, I guess I shouldn't say friend. I mean more so like acquaintance. Like someone whose phone number I have and who I see, but who I don't hang out with. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want to like go on someone's podcast that I'm not like close with or who I think I'll have a good time with. And it's then just. a long time to Yes. Talk. And then just have a bad episode <laughs> because I felt bad to say no. I'd rather just not do it. Like, yeah. Well, you got a lot of integrity. Yeah. And I like that. But also, yeah, at a certain point with shows and stuff, I felt like there was a moment where I was still getting booked to do like eight minute sets out in like you know a sh- like a two huntington hour beach. yeah huntington beach no. at a bar for you know ten dollars and i would just say like i just decided i was like if i don't do this for myself i'm gonna continue for too long to do short sets at bad venues and be looked at as like a bar comic yeah 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 and so i would be like okay well can i do 12 minutes can i get 25 dollars right. like i would just slowly start being like I value my yeah, comedy. I value myself. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a terrible host. <laughs> I hate I, hosting. <laughs> now that you say that, I think it would actually be hilarious to watch you host, but I don't think you'd be terrible hosting, but I hate it. I like my own show, just where rest in peace, our old show before COVID. Um, but it was really fun with Greta. But yeah. Besides that, like, no, I'm not hosting. Yeah. I I'm doing a oh are you do you want to do my show November 12th sure yeah seven minutes (laughs) (laughs) um no I'll give you more info um but yeah I'm hosting this monthly show that's really fun and you're gonna be on it I'm Um, excited are these people coming hello I hope so Anthony's family came to the last one that was cool yeah I met them for the first time wow they're big fans of mine. Whoa. They did film everyone's set. That's so nice. <laughs> and not like not like uh camcorder professionally. They just phone filming. Oh, cool. Yeah. But it was Ingenuity. cute. They were excited. Yeah. And I was excited to have them there. Um, but yeah, I'm hosting that. And I was trying to pull off the move of like hosting the show, but then also headlining. Yeah. And next month I'm like, I'm just gonna host the show. You could do that. Who I think I could, but I have like, a, show. yeah, we'll see. I'm yeah. going to feel it out, but I'm going to like give the hosting more of a shot. But that's like a whole other skill in and of itself. That's like separate from just stand up comedy. The only thing about hosting, and I don't know if this is too inside. Is this what you usually talk about? On People your like inside. Okay. Um, like when I'm hosting, I like to be kind of wild on stage. And like when I'm hosting, I feel like. I need to I can't be as risky and stuff because I I have that like New York training like you hosts are unselfish need to just set up the other comics yeah you know like I remember when I came out here and I'd see some people hosting and I was like pick it up honey okay what is this bullshit you setting up everyone to fail yeah yeah no it's smart you have to remember when you're hosting to have fun because you're like mm, hosting you know yeah um but i had the same thing like opening for ron like sometimes <gasps> it would be just like so i'd open cold you know what i mean and so i you learn skills it does make you grow fast yeah because you're, you're like, going up with nothing out of nothing yeah fast yeah it's the hardest but most fun when it goes well 
yeah position yeah. i love ron funches yeah he's the best he's been like so nice to me and like supportive of me and my career yeah it's so nice because like when you're coming up you always like hope for someone you're like will anyone pull me up yeah yeah and then like i remember like when i started opening for him how did that come about um i don't know he just asked me i did like i performed on one of his like ron funches and friends shows cool um and then it went well and then you know i just started going on the road with him yeah yeah and we went like we had a really long tour last year do you guys hang out when you're on the road yeah we all like hang out yeah Gabe usually comes too nice um and um yeah, we have a good time. It's very low-key. Like, we don't go out after the show or yeah. anything, which is so nice for me because I'm such a sleepy girl. Same. I'm yeah. not a night person. No. Every once in a while, I'll be like, let's go. Like, I want to stay out. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm like, I'd rather just be in bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you're traveling so much, too. Like, flying all over. And then, yeah, it's really tight. And then if you're doing multiple shows and um but yeah i always think about like th- some of our guy friends when they're like yeah and we just fucking rage after <laughs> and like go pick up chicks yeah and it's just wild and she had the craziest time on the road yeah back on the road and i'm just like oh thank god that sounds so miserable yeah i mean when i go on the road with santino like we'll go out to like a bar after but I just, I've decided, like, when I hit my point, I'll be like, I'm going to get an Uber home. But it's nice that he, like, likes to go out because it gives me the option of, like, not just going home if oh, I don't yeah. want to or, like, roaming around town alone. Yeah, I, I've i never um, done it. What? I feel like, I was, like, been drinking for like 50 years like i have zero interest what am i'm not gonna like bang some random dude in arizona you know i mean i would bang a random dude in arizona because i go there often (laughs) so i feel like i could have something arizona shoot your shot pal but i feel like it's different like i think women just aren't attracted i mean this is kind of fucked up because i feel like most of my audience are dudes who are gonna come to a show hoping that they might have a chance no, I think maybe that's presumptuous. No, of me. it's not presumptuous, and they like it more when they think they don't have a chance. These fucking sickos. Well, they don't have a chance because I just feel like it's so it puts me in. I don't. I think guys don't mind that feeling of like being. I to me, it's not attractive to be like on stage ripping it up killing <laughs> absolutely and then like yeah just murder murder <laughs> murder standing ovation get off stage sweating <laughs> and then like meeting a guy after the show and being like yeah i'll come back to your place yeah. and then there's like this weird dynamic i just i don't know that doesn't sound cute to me i don't find any like hotness in that yeah that's why i think i like the option of going to the bar after the show because then i could potentially meet someone who didn't go to the show yeah oh that's true that's true that's nice i can't even remember what it was like to meet someone at a bar if now it's just like i'm kind of going on the apps yeah and um anytime i see a 
picture with a man with a microphone. I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> swipe left, swipe left. Yeah. Or if someone's like, I love your stand up. No. No. Absolutely no. Well, I'll I'll indulge just because it's nice to. Oh really? Yeah. I won't. I'm run. I'm like I because if you see my stand up, like you're gonna think I'm. Complete. Well, I won't meet up with them, but I want to know what they think. <laughs> like a live comment card i don't at all i also don't read a lot of dms really yeah i say that i don't but i always check the dms oh you do i i I mean i see uh, most of them but a lot i don't yeah um but do you read you i was uh, steph tolov was came over last night to record uh-huh. and we were talking about reading youtube comments like yeah. post podcast or right. stand-up clips um i i've never to this day looked at any of my comedy central um videos uh comments and uh like i when i remember when it came out i know what they're gonna say it's always about my your voice. voice yeah um and like i remember people being like yeah rosebud was fighting all day under your <laughs> fighting with oh all my god because <laughs> she fights with everyone on them um, but for like my YouTube channel, I somehow, I got to get this off, but I get, don't do this. I don't want to egg anyone on, Okay. but I get an email with the comments. Oh yeah, me too. I got to it off. Um, and it's always, I'm just like, you know what? You're the fucking loser for leaving a comment on someone you don't know's video. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Unless it's positive, honey, then come yeah. right over. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... It's crazy. Yeah, I was telling Steph, I'm like, if someone's going to leave something that's, like, somewhat mean, like, I like when they're funny. Like, if it's, like, funny and sassy, then I'm like, (laughs) yes, I love this. I love where you're coming from. But if it's just, like, you sound like you're on drugs, I'm like, well, I'm not. And if you listen to the clip, like, it'll be a clip of me talking about how I've been sober for almost five (laughs) years. And people will be like, she's definitely on Zans right now. And I'm like, were you not listening? Like, what's happening? I was thinking about that on the way here, too. Like, I'm so proud of you for be doing all this sober. Like, because I was thinking about my first three years of comedy, and I was just wasted the whole time because I had a full-time job in New York, a nine-to-five, and then I would do, like, three mics and then, like, or shows or whatever every night. And I would, I just never slept. So I would just, the first place I'd go, I'm like, beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? just fucking wasted yeah well the first year that i was doing stand-up i was drinking a lot yeah and it's so nerve like it's so nerve-wracking well but i wasn't even i wasn't drinking before shows like oh. i would drink heavily after like once i finished the mics and stuff like i would just From rage adrenaline I, I don't know and it's so exciting and fun and you're yeah. meeting all the new people and i was underage so i thought it was like really like cool yeah to be like at a bar doing an open mic when i'm not even supposed to be in there and yeah, like that, i mean that what is more thrilling yeah i used to love i mean i used to love going to bars with a fake id i was like there's nothing cooler yeah, yeah. but then i think i tried drinking before performing and i got two in my head and thought that everyone was laughing at me and not with me and so i was like i'm just not gonna drink before oh wow that's so mature well i just hated the feeling it was like i i always felt like a sweet spot with like two beers yeah you know now now i 
don't really drink when I do stand up. Yeah. I mean, I can, but. I'm glad, though, that I wasn't drinking before sets because I imagine if if I was, like, drinking and felt like this is when I'm at my funniest on stage, oh, it would have been so hard to stop, you know? <laughs> there's so many people like that. And you see them and you're like, oh, my God, you needed to quit five years ago. Like, yeah. Like, you are in fucking deep, dude. Also, it's always the people who are like, I'm just so much funnier when I'm drinking. And then they go on stage and they're like, so my poops are weird. You're like, damn, this dude's a genius. Yeah, and you're like, and you have jaundice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truly, please drink some water and get a vegetable in there. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. So now I'm off the sauce. Yeah, that's good. Which is fine. Is it hard or no? No, I don't think it's like hard. Did I you think- do 12 step? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Um, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. How have you been getting money? Um, I'm luck. Well, I'm on a, uh, unemployment. Yeah. If the government's listening, it's none of your business. Um, <laughs> I'm also on unemployment. Yeah. Um, I have been making money though. Yeah. Are you claiming it? No. I just started. Um, I feel like I this- should though because. Because it's gonna be on my taxes. It shows up, by the way. Yeah. I'm like back claiming it um but yeah like i've just been doing like small shoots and stuff here and there and yada yada a um, little bit of acting and stuff yeah we're back from our break um this is such a uh like cliche question but i'm actually curious yeah like are you what do you think of like la comedy compared to new york <laughs> Ooh, love this question. You spent a lot of time in New York. I was, yeah. I I remember when I first went to New York, I'm like, whoa, this place is so cool. The comedy is incredible. Yeah, it's so exciting and fun. It's so fun. And I felt like there was so much more community between the comedians out there. There totally is. And there's so many more clubs. Yeah. Like, I was doing, I had clubs sets every night yeah like now i barely do any yeah yeah and i was like it was hard because i started out here only because i was so naive i didn't know that you could start other places well yeah people are always like new york is the hardest place to start you want to start in a small market and then move and i'm like well i don't know the fucking difference you just do where you are yeah yeah and so i mean having started out here i don't know what it would have been like if i started out there um but i definitely wanted to move a couple times um but then i just decided i would just try and go like twice a year at least yeah but i think i think i don't know there's it's interesting because people are like new york comedy is very serious like everyone's like grinding i noticed there's a lot of like people just kind of i don't know i thought that there was a lot of like corny shit happening over there that like got yeah i i think so where because of the fact that it was so tight-knit and everyone was friends i felt like there would be some comics (laughs) who is not accountability no people are too nice yeah and so i felt like there was this idea before going that like New York, everyone's legit. Like, if you're lame, like, it's you're not going to go far. And then I would just kind of be like, okay, well, that's not necessarily true. But people are having fun and, like, they're doing well. And, like, I don't know. I still enjoyed it. And I think that there's definitely a lot of that over here, too. But, I mean, it's... I hate saying, like, well, it's because people out here drive cars. But it's true. It's like I go to a show in my car 
I leave whenever I want because I have my car and I can just go home. Everyone else has their car. They don't need rides. Absolutely. Yeah, but it's a completely different animal. Yeah, in New York, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to take the train with everyone after the show. Yeah, we'll go here and here and here and here. And no one is at their house and everyone is at their house here. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone has like a large living space. Yeah, it's so nice. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't know. I I definitely want to go back to New York, but I, I'm I'm glad that I didn't end up moving because I was very close right, right. to I moving. That. Yeah, I was there for like a month and yeah. I was looking at houses, looking at places to live. I bought a one way ticket because I was like, if I find something, yeah. I'll just move and I'll fly home and get all my stuff and come back. And I was the whole month that I was there, I was like looking for a sign and at the end of the month i got a call from my manager saying that i had a showcase for just for laughs and it was in la and i was like that's my sign i obviously no never no i don't i don't think i will i don't think so 100 percent, you'll get it yeah we'll see we'll see i don't know i don't think so but why do you not think so i don't know i just don't think so how many times have you auditioned like five. Oh, really Mm -hmm. yeah like four or five but I auditioned the second year I was doing comedy. Same with me. Yeah. So I don't like, know. It also was like the best set of my life, like uh, to this day. Your first one? <laughs> my first Same. Same. My first. I was like, I remember getting off stage and I was like, I don't think I'll ever have a better set than that. Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. And then I think like my third and fourth set were the worst sets of my life. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you're fucking on fire now. Yeah, it's fine. But you just... What was the thing that you just got? The um, the article that's like... Um, oh. Uh, Vulture 20 comedians to watch in 2020. Yes. Thank you. How does that feel? Because... <laughs> what a year to get it. I know. But yeah. it is what a year to get it. Yeah, no, when I nothing was, else is happening, yeah. what a nice thing to get. Oh, no. It was really nice. Especially like, you know, I'm um, trying to take some projects out and stuff so um like i really want to make things like i love making shorts and like writing and acting and stuff so um yeah i don't know hope it helps yeah was it like because i don't know my sisters will send me articles like every like comic you should watch type of article Uh and i had to tell them to stop sending it (laughs) i would be like yeah um I'm aware. Yeah, I'm like, I know all my friends are on it, and they're all posting it on Instagram, and I can see it. And not that I'm, like, bitter or jealous, but, like, I know. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always nice, those things, because you're not getting them more often than not. Yeah. You know, so it's nice when you get them. Um, But, like, I tell myself, like, I try to, and maybe this isn't me, like, soaking up nice things enough, but, like I said, I was, like, I don't know who I told this to, but I was like, I was the same comic the day before I got that email. Yeah. And the same comic the day after, you know? I try not to put too much, um, like, uh, outside power outside of myself because, like, you know, I'm, I only know how to do what I do. And um, I know my comedy is different than other people's. And, you know, it's not going to be for everyone like the way anyone's not for anyone. Yeah. Um, so I just try to keep going. Yeah. It is weirder, though, the longer you're doing this, because like a couple of my friends were like, I'm really happy for you, but I'm sad for myself, you know? What do they mean? 
Like, they're just, like, frustrated, you know? But why would they vocalize that to you? Because they're just honest, you know? Do you find that weird, or do you think that that's, like... I don't find it like... weird. Like, I'm... It's, like... I feel like my girlfriends in comedy, like, we're all so close and so supportive of each other. Yeah. Oh, if it's, like, a close friend saying oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, close, close. It yeah. would be weird if it's, like, some random, like, comic that you see every once in a while who's, like, I'm really happy for you, but it hurts. And you're, like, this, we're not. I mean, that's, it is, like, also interesting. Like, I found myself, like, wanting to um, spend time and talk to my friends outside of the business, too, because... It, it's so hard like it's such a like cutthroat it feels that way when really there is room for everyone yeah you know what i mean and so like people it's hard on people um and so uh, sometimes it's just like nice to like not be in this world totally connections outside like friends that aren't in the business yeah i think when i first started doing stand-up my world was so me too. Revolved around stand up, which was great because it needed to be at that time because my world before that was like no stand up, you know? Yeah. So when I started, it was that was all I did. And then luckily in recent times, I feel like the past two or three years, I've just expanded my friend group to people who don't do comedy or anything like that. It's so healthy and yeah. it's so nice. And like, I feel the same way about those like compulsion compulsive years oops um but like where i missed a ton of my friends weddings because i didn't want to like i didn't have money to fly back from new york to california i had like big shows i didn't want to miss and stuff and like i kind of regret that now even though i don't think it could have gone any differently it could yeah. have yeah um but like you know, I'm like, those are special people, but you're so myopic. Yeah. And it's so self-centered in the beginning. Totally. I, I mean, mean, I think it always kind of is <laughs> yes, for, it, sure. It for sure. But is. I think the longer you do it, the more you kind of see the bigger picture and that like you can have a full life yeah. while doing stand up. For sure. Like I because like I want to do you want to have kids? Yeah, I do, too. I want to pop out a bunch. Do, do you really? Like 12. Oh, not really no i don't oh, know i yeah i mean i think i'm probably gonna be too late to have like a ton but um yeah i i always used to be like i don't know how people have kids and now it's like especially in your, if you're in la you could easily do it you yeah go pop in for your like 8 p.m set and go home my plan is just to make it big have a lot of money have someone else raise my kids and be very <laughs> very uh minimally involved in my child's life oh okay yeah cool it's kind of the goal <laughs> like i'll be a great mom yeah i'll just be like part-time right a yeah mom. well that's what dads are for you know dads yeah can pick up the slack i'm definitely gonna end up like with a dude who just like lives for me right <laughs> you know what's your type i don't know it's all over the place I know mine has always been all over the place too. i feel like i like I feel like it kind of changes a lot. Like physically, physically, I'm not super into looks. Like, a, like I'm, I'm not the really. exact same way. I don't like hot dudes. Hot dudes kind of freak. Like, I, I'll think that they're hot, but it won't be like a classically hot dude. My friends are joke about this for from the end of time. 
Yeah, and I'm like, because I always used to be like, they just need to have that X factor. And then I later found out, like, X factor meant, like, alcoholic. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, I like, a, I like a guy who has, like, something weird about them. Like a crooked tooth or, like, a yeah, weird eyebrow. Yeah, I like, a fucking schnoz on them. Oh, really? Yeah, I had that thing for a while. Okay. <laughs> and then I, I like, like, a skinny, lanky dude. Or like a little thicker. <laughs> I yeah I um. But I don't like fit. Fit. Like I, I don't like fitness guys. I don't like someone that's like super into working out. Yeah. I like I do like like a manly dude though like that is active but not like those vain ones. No. And not like the Hollywood ones. No. Like a surfer. I'm not into surfers. Mm. Sorry. Oh, I mean that's, that's okay. fine. Yeah. That's okay. I don't know why I apologized. Um, yeah, in college, because, like, I was an athlete, I dated, like, some of the, like, biggest dudes in the universe, and then I went, got into stand-up, and I was, like... The scrawniest, <laughs> weakest, anemic men. <laughs> Truly. Oh, my God, one time I hooked up, when I was, like, maybe a year or two into stand-up, I hooked up with this open micer, and he was so... He looked like a vampire. Just, like, <laughs> so small, like, bruised. He looked like a battered kid, you know? <laughs> Don't you think some of these guys are lucky they got to Oh, my God. Us? I always wonder what they say now. Especially after I did uh, Rogan's podcast. I'm like, I wonder if those open micers who don't do comedy anymore, like, yeah. You know, back when I was doing comedy, I hooked up with yeah, them. Yeah, I always think, like... um I have you has this happened to you where like if you do like a big podcast someone from grade school like reaches out mm -hmm. like I told this story on guys we fucked about my you did first guys kiss. we fucked I did it in 2016 <laughs> okay um I did it almost five years ago whoa um but it was like my first kiss and the guy reached out and was like hey haha hope like I think my fiance would say I'm a better kisser now. And I was like so uncomfortable. Like, because when you're on a podcast, it feels like you're just talking to a person. Yeah. And truly, I mean, I should have maybe thought through like what I'm saying. No, I always talk about Nikki Theodore on this. I don't actually. I think I might have mentioned him twice. Curious what he's up to. He was Is that my your first kiss? No, but he was my fifth grade boyfriend who kind of broke my heart. But I don't think he's doing well. I don't imagine. I don't know that at all. But last time I saw him when I was in like high school, he was not doing well. I don't see the path getting better <laughs> for him. You hope for a turnaround, a miracle. Though. I do. Yeah. I really want him to do well and we can have this like beautiful reconnection, whether it's romantic or not. Maybe just to like catch up. Oh. Doesn't have to be sexual. You're nice. Yeah. I always want to reconnect really yeah i think i, I love was... like catching up with people oh okay yeah i mean like i think when i was younger i would be like oh maybe i should like go for another spin you know but oh, now yeah. like in my old age i would never yeah i don't look back ever <laughs> i only keep my eyes forward You're like a racehorse i'm like i don't want to remember i want to forget that's kind of nice i think i i think sometimes nostalgia can be the death of me oh yeah i think um yeah that that can happen <sighs> i see that you've been skateboarding i've also been really proud of you there 
Oh my god, thank you. Um, yeah, because that takes, um, you're like, uh, you have a lot of bravery to try new shit and like, start out. Yeah, well, I was just getting so bored in lockdown and I felt like I had no purpose or meaning. I was like, do I even do comedy anymore? Like, who am I? Yeah. And I think it was good because it made me realize how much self-worth I was putting into external things and validation. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, I'm happy if comedy is going well. And if I have a bad set, then I'm a bad person. Really? I'm not funny. And nothing you know like i just realized i put so much of my self-esteem and self-worth into what i'm doing and you know whatever so i think in a way quarantine helped me a lot realize that like it's okay not to be good at something and to be like starting out and like just trying something yeah i thought that was so cool like i grew up going to skate park with my brothers and i would mess around but like skateboarding is hard it's really hard yeah um yeah, I used to go to the skate park in middle school and just, like, try and flirt with the boys. Yeah. Never worked. They're all so skinny. They're all so skinny. Yeah. Yeah. I To be fair, that is also the other part of why I started skating. <laughs> I feel like those dudes are so skinny, but, like, if I were to skateboard and, like, fell, like, the board would be hurt. Like, not <laughs> You'd apologize. You'd be like, I'm sorry. No, I just, like, I'm, like, you know, more than those boys yeah those twiggy ass boys yeah i don't know i don't know i like falling at the skate park because it makes me feel like i'm putting myself out there feel something yeah yeah i haven't fallen in a while though i was amazed like when i was watching those videos i'm like this bitch isn't even taking the time to get good off camera she's really putting (laughs) it all out there and then I was like amazed and now you push it and you're like doing tricks and shit and I was like go off bitch oh uh, yeah it was so bad watch and it's funny because it's the same with comedy the best advice I ever got was don't film or don't put out any comedy that you do in your first year Jake Weissman told me that oh that's smart yeah I didn't I didn't do any of that and it's it's I- good because I was so cocky and confident and thought I was the shit when I first started doing stand up that if he didn't tell me that I would have been posting everything and looking back it was so bad and that's kind of the same with skating but I don't care like well, I'm not yeah, trying not to be good career. at it so I think it's fun being able to post how bad I am and then continue to watch I sure as hell enjoy the evolution thanks I, but I it's funny that you say that about the like those clips because sometimes i see people putting up caption clips on the internet to dead silence and i'm like you're literally captioning a bomb oh yeah i'm putting i'm like honey hide this yeah get these tapes burned they're sets where they're filmed and i'm like oh my god i'm so excited i finally got like a good film set and like i can't wait to finally post more stand-up and then i'll watch it and be like this doesn't capture. Oh, it doesn't. Right. It doesn't translate. And I'd rather just, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong of me. Maybe I need to be doing the no. Andrew Scholes method. But <laughs> I'm just like, I'd rather not post something if I don't think it's as good. He's also just doing crowd work. Like, he's also yeah. improvising all the time. So yeah. Not, like, I don't post anything that I'm not going to, like, it's done if I post it. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm not going to use it again. Yeah. Um. So those clips like you have in my opinion you have to be willing to burn it yeah Yeah. who are your favorite comics right now 
My favorite comics. So I like people that have good, like, are good at writing jokes. Yeah. But are also wild. Like, you don't know what to expect. Like, I love Jessica Kirsten. I think Miss Pat is the funniest comedian. Oh, my God. Miss Pat is amazing. Her degenerate special was so amazing to me. It was, like, one of the hardest times I've laughed. And I also don't think that stand-up translates that well to TV. Not at all. Like, it's hard to really get into it. And I was laughing so hard. I was like, this has to be, like, the best special of all time. I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen it. Um, I love Roy Wood Jr. I love Rory Scoville. I love Maria Bamford. I love Ali Wong. Um, but I mean, like, current, like, not even, like, household names. Just, like, some of your favorites that oh, you've... Um, I like, you know, a lot of weirdos. I like, um, I love Robbie Hoffman. She yeah. Laugh, she makes me laugh so hard. I love Martin Urbano. Um, I love uh dan licata oh my god dan licata (laughs) is one of my favorites i love dan licata so much that was so one of the times i went to new york i hit him up to do his show and i was like if i get to do this show like it's gonna be so like that's gonna be like you know that there's like certain shows that just are like if i get to do this show like that's gonna mean a lot to me that was one of those shows doing dan and charles show yeah that because so I just think that they're so funny. They are. They're so funny. They're hysterical. That was like such a great time. Yeah. Um, Damn. Who else do I think is funny? It's like I haven't seen anyone. In I so know. Long, I kind of forget. Um. Yeah. I don't know. How yeah. About you? Fahim Anwar. Oh, Fahim is so funny. I had him on my last show at uh, Jam in the Van, and I I was couldn't stop like cry laughing where i had to like squat and like sit down and like pace myself i was dying so hard he's so funny so talented and he's like a physical too which i i love i think is funny and like i haven't spent very much time with him at all but like the time i have been around him i can tell that his brain is always working yeah like, he is yeah he and is. he's super nice yeah he's nice yeah um is there anything else anything else um i don't know do you have anything coming up do i have anything coming up? i know that this is a weird time <laughs> i'm trying to think or is there anything like comedy or not comedy related that you're looking forward to um i'm fully blanking right now that's okay oh i'm i'm doing ron funch's christmas live stream um, that'll be are you just doing stand-up or is it like a I think it's gonna be a variety show yes uh so we'll see what's gonna happen there that'll yeah. be fun yeah i'm making some um things right now too that will be coming out okay yeah <laughs> that's so big and boring. i know i like it the mystery yeah. yeah um okay thanks for coming on oh my god thanks for having me thanks for having me um oh you i have the the biggest question of all mm. How do I say your last name? Saki. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows how to say it, and I barely ever correct it. Yeah. So I kind of just um, leave it open to interpretation. Okay. Follow yeah. Blair Saki. Yeah, B-L-A-I-R-S-O-C-C-I. And um, leave nice comments only. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for having me on. It was so fun. We really talked about comedy. Yeah, people like it, though. (laughs) 
People do because sometimes I won't talk about comedy and people are like, just talk more about comedy. Oh, wow. But with COVID, it's been hard because I haven't been doing it. Yeah, I like forget what is comedy. Yeah, but now we're back. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah, thanks. So- <laughs>